Well, first of all, Orlando, we're here in the State Farm Center. It sounds like, looks like some of the guys are still trying to figure out where to be, not on the court, but in this building. Yeah, yeah. Uh, freshmen, as you know, <laughs> still get, uh, catching their bearings and, and figuring out uh, the different entries to, uh, to the locker room. Well, it, you've been in an assistant role now for, um, well, a whole year, yeah. but you were a head coach right before this. Is there a part of you that misses being a head coach? Uh, no, not at all. Uh, you know, what, what many of you don't, don't know is, is all that comes with sitting in that position. Uh, you know, you're all, the, all the decisions that you have to make and uh, all the problems that you have to deal with. And the majority of the decisions are um, you're, dealing with, you're dealing with a lot. So uh, I, I like being in the place where I'm now suggesting, su making suggestions to, to the head coach. Orlando Antigua is with us here on Sports Talk. Well, with you know, your exhibition you know, tomorrow, I mean, you've been through a month plus of practice, you know, summer before that. What's going to be different about you know, getting this team on the court uh, against someone in some different you know, colored jerseys? Uh, I think our guys are ready for that. You know, they've been going at it pretty hard against one another, and, and, and we, just, we want to start seeing what it looks like now against somebody else when we have to start putting together the game plan and scheming and, and uh, seeing what um, – the natural proje uh, projection is that you're going to have some game slippage from what we do in practice. Just trying to see how much that is so we can help minimize that uh, as quickly as we can because, as you know, the, the schedule is pretty, pretty rigorous early on. Um, and so we, we've got to try to speed up the learning curve as much as we can when you have that many newcomers on the team. What are some things maybe you look for you know, in this exhibition that you don't necessarily see in practice? Maybe because the guys just know each other so well. I mean, just you know, against the, maybe the opponents that they're just you know learning kind of on the fly. Well, for us, I mean, the, the, our, our identity. Um, we want to we want to establish our identity. We want to establish what we're about. We want to see that the carryover from the practice and the things that we've been emphasizing uh, the last two months. And it, it, you know, it's our defensive presence. It's our rebounding, and and it's our effort having second, third, fourth effort. That's what kind of really what we want to see. Um, and we want to see how consistent we can do, we can keep that, and what group of guys bring that consistently for over a period of time. Talking with Orlando Antigua here, Illinois men's assistant basketball coach. Could you walk us through some of the bigs right now? Let's start with Georgie B, who's probably instantly the new media favorite, but how has his development been? Uh, it's been good. Georgie, uh, and I, I love how you uh, shortened his name to Georgie B. That's pretty good. Uh, Georgie's been, been great. Um, you know, he's, he's a kid that's got a great feel and high IQ. Um, he's worked extremely hard to get himself really strong and in great shape. Um, now now we've got we to gotta see what that's going to look like as it translates. Because um, we play in a different style than he's been used to playing. And uh, getting him to understand where we need him to be at and things like that, um, that's what we're really looking forward to doing. Samba King? Samba's continuing to grow. Samba's, uh, you know, he's an elite runner for a big um, right now he's learning a whole new language uh, with what we're throwing at him so his head is, is spinning so we're trying to get things to him where that he can digest easily and, and, and be able to focus on a few things for us which is going to be rebounding running blocking shots screening and I think he can do that he's going to be able to help us a lot now Adonis I know he's getting back from that injury so is it clear to you how do you even evaluate him right now? 
No, no, I just think uh, we, we leave that to the doctors. Um, our job is to do what we can with him when we can. Um, it's good to have him out there doing a lot of the dummy stuff and doing some shooting and as he's building his, his strength and conditioning and, and confidence in, in, his, in his leg. Now, how about Kipper? Is he part of the group you're working with? Yeah, Kipper, uh, uh, Tev, and AJ will be uh, at times rotating down there with, with the big guys. Um, I think all of them bring something unique and in the way we want to play, go small at times because they're essentially guards that can, that can rebound, they can run, and they're athletic enough and physical enough to, to defend. And, and, and as we defend in the post, because of the way we defend, you don't really get hurt with offensive touches. You get hurt on the rebounds or you get hurt on uh, the, the offensive rebounding with the physicality or the size, but not necessarily with schemes because of the way we defend the post. So you know, with this roster, I mean, lots of newcomers, lots of freshmen, but maybe how important will the older guys, older newcomers like Adonis and Andres Felice be you know, to this team? Well, they bring, they bring a, a maturity, a physical maturity, a mental maturity to the, to the team that you need, uh, along with the guys that are returning. There's a, there's a confidence of knowing what expectations are. Both of those kids that you've mentioned, uh, Dre and, and AD, are winners. They've been a part of winning national championship, high school championships, and so they know the, the attributes that you need to have to win and what that's about, sacrificing hard work, extra effort, focus, uh, being, a, being a good teammate, all those things translate, and they're bringing that. I wanted to ask you about Andres, because when I think Dominican Republic, I think like a lot of people, I think baseball, and maybe soccer, not basketball. Mm-hmm. What's the, let's start there, what's the growth of basketball in the Dominican Republic and Latin America? Uh, it's grown, a, it's grown a, a, a lot. It's the second most favorite sport in DR now. Um, and it's continuing to grow. It will never replace baseball just because they've had so many years of success and so many major leaguers. Um, but obviously you start seeing um, with Carl Towns, with Al Harford, and, and the many players that have come through that are coming up, Angel Delgado now who's with the Clippers, um, you're starting to see a lot more in the Caribbean basketball being played. How big is it for Andres to have you here? You know, you have the personal relationship, but is – could it be he would feel like he's on an island without somebody with a similar background to feel like he can relate to that way? No, not necessarily. I think Dre's, uh, Dre's been in the States uh, a lot of years now, going to high school in, in Florida and then junior college in Florida as well. And uh, he's a mature young man um, that I think that he would have had success anywhere he went. We know we're fortunate to have him and be a part of our team uh, just because of all the, the uh, intangibles that he brings uh, on top of being a really, really good basketball player. You see doors opening uh, long-term for, with you uh, into the Dominican or other places that maybe some other coaches can't uh, open? Well, I think, I think with the influx of young talent coming up through the Caribbean, uh, not, just, not just Dominican Republic, but also Puerto Rico, Venezuela, um, I think being able to speak the language helps. Um, but with the popularity of college basketball and, and, its, and its popularity growing in the Latin American countries, everybody watching the NCAAs and all those kind of things, I think it's going to be uh, open to everyone. Uh, but obviously, personal relationships always help. Orlando Digo with us here on Sports Talk as the Illini get ready for their exhibition opener tomorrow. Maybe how much has international recruiting changed just in the time that you've been a coach? It seems like you know, more you know, guys from outside the U.S. are coming to 
the U.S. for college basketball than maybe ever before. Yeah, I think that's a fact. I think it's changed. I think, uh, you know, there's, there's such a big group um, with the NBA going global, with the NCAA, NCAA tournament going global, um, more and more kids looking for the opportunity to come to the States and study and play. Um, you're seeing those numbers grow. And, you know, we want to be on top of those kids that are interested, that fit what we fit. Um, just because they, they, they play so much at an early age there, their skill level and their IQ level usually tend to be um, a little bit on the higher side compared to the athleticism and the strength, which is something that they have to get adjusted to once they get here. Maybe how does the, just being at the University of Illinois help you? Because there's a you know, really you know, big global population of students here and obviously you can sell a really good academic program. I think I, I think that's a no-brainer. I think that's something that translates all over the world when you bring up the name Illinois and the academic uh, reputation of this, this school. Um, it's easy to sell to parents anywhere in the world and uh, that's one of the benefits of being here and being able to go out and recruit internationally and also being associated with the great conference that we have in this conference and um, I, I think it just fits their game a little bit more than some other conferences. Well, this uh, recruiting season's in full gear right now, and you know there's reports out there of misses or maybes coming up, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Is there a missing piece that you see it? And is it, at this point, is it just wins? Is that the, is that the one thing that if you just get some wins, that could seal some deals? Um, you know what? No, I think I think um, in the recruiting world, you get the kids that you're supposed to get. Um, you, you base it on relationships. We've got a lot of great things to sell here. We're excited about the kids that uh, are willing to take the challenge to want to be here and to try to help us. Um, winning helps. Facilities continue to help. Um, but we're in a great situation, and, and we're offering kids an opportunity to come in at the, at the base level to help us get it to where it's been, where the program has been. I mean, we're, we're the 11th-ranked team in the history of college basketball. There's a lot to be proud of. The academics, as we talked about, Scott, early on, there's a lot to sell here. And, uh, you know, it's not for everyone, and we talk about that. And for the people that it's for, they take, out, they take advantage of that opportunity. And those are the, those are the kids that we, uh, we embrace and, and want here. And a lot of fans uh, think the priority is getting bigs. Is, in your mind, is that the priority? Or do you just gravitate there anyway because you are one? Um, we, need to, we need to add quality student athletes that, uh, that can play in our system, that fit our system. And, you know, what size they are, it helps to have some big guys, you know, that are physical, but, but only if they fit to what we're doing. So we try to identify those kids and, and, and go after them. Orlando, we appreciate your time very much. I know you're busy. Best of luck with the opener tomorrow and, and the uh, regular season opener next week. Thanks, Scott. And Scott, doctor, doctor, doctor. <laughs>